Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to Episode 58, Grief. For about 20 years, I had migraines pretty much daily. I tried all the treatments. I tried Western medicine. I took every medication. I got MRIs. I took specific vitamins. I tried Botox. Not fun. <laughs> Lidocaine shots. Migraine shots I administered to my leg once a month by myself. I also tried Eastern medicine. Acupuncture, acupressure, supplements. I tried faith. I knew I could be healed. Yet each day I'd wake up with a migraine and grieve over my lost health for that day. I kind of had to look at it on a moment-to-moment basis or day-by-day basis to survive. For years, I grieved my lack of health and lack of energy. I hardly ever get headaches now, and I can only attribute my health to a miracle from God, and I'm so grateful for it. Every person is grieving something. It might be a dream or an expectation. It might be a job loss or a loss of faith or loss of health, loss of marriage. It might be a relationship or the loss of a child or sibling or spouse. We are all grieving. One of the best books I've ever read about grief is called The Grief Recovery Handbook, the action program for moving beyond death, divorce, and other losses, including health, career, and faith by John W. James and Russell Friedman. What I love about this book is how it gives us practical steps for recovering and healing from the types of experiences that cause grief. So I highly recommend this book for anyone who has ever grieved anything. And that's all of us, isn't it? One thing I find fascinating about feelings, all types of feelings, is that we cannot feel something unless we have felt the equal and opposite feeling. There is no grief without joy. We cannot grieve something we've never felt joy about. And if we've never experienced grief, we don't actually know what it's like to be truly happy. We need the beauty juxtaposed against the sadness in order to understand our grief and heal. We need to hold space for equal and opposite emotions and all the feelings in between. There is no right way to grieve, or there are as many right ways to grieve as there are people. (laughs) I want to talk about some things that perhaps might help you as you are processing your next grief-inducing experience. Number one, notice you're feeling grief. A few years ago, when I first started naming and noticing my own feelings, I realized sometimes I don't even realize what I'm feeling. So noticing that something is off and naming it as grief is a really good first step. Number two, allow, allow, allow. People resist feelings like grief because they're uncomfortable. Allow yourself to feel sorrow for what you're missing or for the lost opportunity your person in your life. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. If we resist grief, it persists and even increases. Every emotion we resist persists. So allow yourself to feel devastation and sorrow. Let yourself cry. Perhaps if you're having a hard time allowing yourself to feel the feelings, schedule in time to feel the grief. Maybe even set a timer for a predetermined amount of time, like five minutes or 20 or whatever feels right, and then let it out with wild abandon. Number three, give yourself permission to grieve in your own way. Again, everyone grieves differently. 
it's okay to grieve in the way that works for you and feels right. In fact, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Number four, don't judge yourself. Again, this is something we naturally do as humans. We judge ourselves, we judge others. We believe we should do things a certain way, but instead of listening to that voice in your head that says you're doing it wrong, replace those thoughts with things like, I'm grieving in the way that feels right for me. Each person grieves in their own way, and that's okay. It's taking me longer to process this grief than I thought it would, and that's okay. I don't have to feel good about my loss right now. I don't have to ever celebrate what I'm grieving. It's okay to feel an ache for as long as I feel it. Number five, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself like you would a sad or sick child. Give yourself grace. Give yourself permission to lie in bed and read or watch TV. Give yourself permission to rest, to be still, to take quiet time. Number six, when you're ready, do things you love to do. A lot of my clients who are suffering from loss and are feeling grief have a hard time doing the things they love because they perceive it as a betrayal of a person who has passed away or a betrayal of a lost relationship or a betrayal of their own grieving process. Allow yourself to do things you love to do. In fact, schedule those things in first. Make sure you take time for your walks in nature or your Scrabble games or going out to eat with friends. Which leads me to number seven. Give yourself permission to feel joy again. Finding joy in the difficult journey is healing. Sometimes it's challenging to allow ourselves to feel joy after a loss. If you've lost a dream, feeling joy is probably one of the best ways to recover. If you've lost your health, finding pockets of joy can only be helpful in healing and recovery. Number eight, you are not alone. My kids roll their eyes whenever I say something that is cliche like this, but this is true. You are not alone. When we're grieving, we often feel like we're alone, like no one else understands, like we have to carry the burden all by ourselves. I guarantee there are people who are with you and who will be with you if you just allow them to be with you. They want to help you, support you, get you through this grieving period and beyond. Even if your support is a therapist or a support group, therapists and support groups exist to help you know you belong. This leads me to number nine. Connect with others. Grief can distance us from other people or it can bind us together. If we are willing to be authentic and vulnerable and raw, our most beloved relationships become stronger. Your suffering matters and you matter. And once your relationships strengthen, you become stronger and more able to help others who are grieving. We all need the sadness juxtaposed by the beauty of connection. So as you grieve in your own way, in your own time, pay attention to the beauty of your grief and the opportunity to grieve with others. Be dauntless. Be vulnerable. The ability to suffer and provide comfort at the same time is transcendent. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.